What's up guys? Welcome or welcome back. I'm Cloudy. And I'm Sunny. Today we're going to be giving you guys a little tea spill sesh of our toxic friend stories. This is just part one of the series because, you know, we all go through some ups and downs with our friends. There are some people that we just have to leave behind and forget about. So we just wanted to kind of talk about those struggles that we had making some friends and some of the friends that we had for a fun little tea session. Just to keep in mind, guys, this is not us trying to bash on anyone, expose anyone, or talk bad about anyone, and every single person in this episode will be anonymous. We're not going to be, you know, exposing people. We're just simply sharing our experiences because we know that everyone goes through bad friends sometimes, and that's just part of life, and we wanted to share our side of it, and we all grow and learn to become better people after we meet these bad people so sometimes meeting bad people can result in positive um, positive outcomes outcomes. so do you want to start sunny um yeah so i'm gonna talk about my fifth grade group of friends in the first day of school i met this girl and she introduced herself to me and we like became Really good friends. Let's give her a code name so that you don't have to keep calling her girl. <laughs> so let's like give her like a little fun little name. Okay. Like how about we just go down the alphabet and we'll start with A. Okay. So I met A. Um she introduced herself to me and we were we just became really good friends. I think we really clicked from the beginning and she was super nice. She was friendly and I was like, "Oh yay." And she was also new to our elementary school and I knew how she felt because I was new last year in fourth grade in that elementary school so I was like oh hey like you're also a newbie I know how that feels we were placed in the same class and we just kind of like had each other since the first day of school and then as the days went on we realized that we depended on each other a lot than we thought there was a lot of partner work and we would always like go to each other when that happened That happened for several months, and we became, like, really, really close friends. But there were these other girls in our class that were pretty popular. Like, they had a lot of friends, and they each had a lot of friends to begin with. But then in that class, they were friends, like, with each other. And I think there were, like, four to five people, and they had really good reputation. A, wanted to be friends with them. And I understand that. Like, you don't have to be friends with just one person. You can always make new friends. But then in the process of her trying to become friends with them, um, I was okay with it. I was totally fine. I wasn't being salty about it. And at the same time, I was also becoming friends with those girls as well. So I thought it was actually really nice because we can just expand our group of friends. But then I don't know what happened, but A would try to lose me along the way. And that was what really annoyed me. Because those four girls that were in that group that we were trying to be close with, they were really close that whenever we had partner work like we have to pair up they still went with each other because there was four members in the group it was perfect like they can just literally be two and two but a when she became like friends with them she wanted to like pair with one of them and she didn't want to pair up with me but then it was really hard to break them up because they were super close to begin with that when she tried to pair up with one of them it just became really chaotic and so i was just kind of like just pair up with me, like, it's not a big deal, like, I mean, we're still in good terms, and 
even if you don't want to work with me, it's just for one one assignment, so it's not a huge deal. But she just didn't want to be with me for some reason. She was like begging one of those four girls to like pair up with her. And because of that, I didn't really have like a partner for a while. Like I didn't have a partner that I was like really close to because of her. And I can't really blame everything on A though because I didn't have a lot of group of friends as well. And I wasn't actually going out of my way to like become like really close with those group of girls. Like A was trying super hard. There was this one girl in that group, let's call her B. And A really, really wanted to be close to B so much. But then B had this sense of style where she wore the same jacket every single day. But it was like clean. Like we all knew it was just because she liked being minimalistic. She would wear the same jacket every single day. And then A saw that. And then she tried to copy that. And then she started wearing the same kind of jacket to school every single day. But the problem was... A's jacket got dirtier and dirtier as she kept wearing it to school and everyone just could tell that she wanted to be exactly like B and B saw that too and she was kind of annoyed honestly like but I really understand that because if someone tried to copy me and be exactly like me that's just kind of disturbing in my opinion and whenever someone's wearing something dirty and just really not in good hygiene like that's also another factor that really makes me not like that person <laughs> so everyone was just kind of disturbed by that even the members in that friend group that we were trying to be friends with like they just kind of went like mm, no so for me i wasn't trying to like, be someone else and i wasn't trying so hard to like impress them um, yeah you weren't like desperate i think I, I was just not like outgoing enough to begin with but like whenever they talk to me like i would have fun talking with them and having a good conversation and like i would be nice to them they were nice to me like we were like pretty good friends although we weren't like best friends close we were like still good friends but like a she was trying so hard that it went to the point where it just became annoying and like whenever those four girls would have like a conversation like she would always chime in and be like what is it what is it? i have to know she would like keep begging like them to tell her what they were talking about. Yeah, I think there's a difference with wanting to be friends with someone and trying to be nice and reach out to them versus being desperate and annoying them and trying to kind of break boundaries when it's not your place to. That's I think that's why A was so unlikable. It wasn't it wasn't that she was trying to make new friends. It was that she was being a bit nosy. Nosy and kind of annoying and rude for a she made it so obvious she wasn't respecting how they were feeling when she like approached them for me i was too insecure about what they would think of me if i tried to be as knowing as her but i wouldn't have been you know like i i don't think i would have like crossed the line or anything but a definitely only thought about herself and how she felt and she was definitely honest and transparent about it like she was telling those girls like hey like whenever you guys are hanging out without me I feel left out so I want you guys to include me whenever you guys play and that's fine like you can be honest with the group of friends but that's not gonna sound genuine and that's not gonna sound great if you are like, being super nosy and super annoying and just telling them that sounds like like you're a baby like a giant whining baby that needs to be taken care of and has no friends like getting down to her knees to like, have them in like include her in the friend group they weren't even excluding her, were they? I mean, they weren't trying to at first, 
like sometimes they just naturally gather together because that's just what they do. And um, A wasn't their like natural friend to begin yeah, with. Yeah, because they were already friends before. Yeah, yeah. And then like honestly, I kind of understand them because like sometimes they're just trying to do something together and it just happens naturally. Like they don't try to do it on purpose. Like whenever they just try to do something together, like A just chimes in and be like, "What is it? What is it? What is it? Like I have to know. Oh, what am I missing out on?" And they they kind of they just sigh and we're like. Well, we're trying to do this and blah, blah, blah. And then they end up incorporating her, like, in whatever they're doing eventually. But they just don't feel good doing it. Sometimes, like, you just have to wait for them to ask you, you know? Or just, just ask them nicely, like, hi, what are you guys doing? Can I join? Like, you could just do that. But she was literally going like, oh, my God, oh, my God, you guys were leaving me out. And that really got onto each other's nerves. And I feel like the girls favored me better than A. I think that also made A kind of jealous. And that made her want to drop me as a friend even more. I'm not really sure, like, why she wanted to not become friends with me to begin with. Like, you can make friends with those group of people, but you don't have to, like, leave Abandon me. you. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what the point of that was. Like, maybe that's just what I'm missing and wanting to know. Like, one time, B actually had, like, a birthday party, and she invited me, and she didn't invite A, and that just showed a lot to me, like, how, how they felt about her. I was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, for a birthday party, you don't really have to, like, celebrate it with just best friends. You can celebrate it with, like, a bigger group of friends, and the fact that they didn't invite her to that party was just kind of, like, telling me. Yeah, they don't want to spend their time with her. And I wouldn't want to either, honestly. She's making them uncomfortable. She's making them feel bad for her, like, by, by force. And there was just this one time, like, she started crying because the girls were actually talking about her. Like, they were actually gossiping about her, but they weren't, like, extreme about it. They're like, oh my god, I hate her. Like, they weren't saying that, but they were like, yeah, I don't want to really be near her. Like, yeah, she, she's been kind of annoying these days. And they were being really honest about it. And, you know, if they if they said that in the beginning of the year, when we started fifth grade, I would have been like, oh, hey, like she's a good person. I would have told them that, but since it was towards the end of the year and I knew what kind of person she was and that the fact that she was not trying to be friends with me anymore just kind of made me not defend her. Like, she obviously had a good side and she wasn't, like, the worst person ever, but it was just that I lost my trust in her. At that point, I just couldn't defend her anymore. And that time when she heard us, she started crying and she started like, telling us like how mad she was. And we did feel bad. Like, don't get us wrong. I think we were trying our best to like not make her feel like that at all. But, you know, when you guys have to agree that you guys don't really enjoy that person's company, it just becomes really evident even though when we try, try not to show it sometimes you could just feel oh this these group of guys don't want me in here and i feel like that became clear to a although sometimes we just weren't trying to like make that happen and we weren't trying to be like the bullies we were not trying to like leave her out on purpose so sometimes we got so tired of listening to her and just her just nagging onto us about like, each day, she would nag on to us how she felt, like, alone, how we, like, were ditching her, or, like, what we, we could have done better in terms of friendship. Like, I was like, yeah, we don't need your lecture. Like, that's actually what makes us further apart um, from being friends. Like, I feel like she was literally, like, 
giving feedbacks to us every single day about what we can be doing for like improvement but i'm just like yeah at this point we don't even want improvement like we don't want to like continue with you like that's the feeling that you would have it's like they were definitely not trying on purpose to leave her out and make her cry and make her feel these ways it's just that when you have a toxic friend in your life that is making you a either uncomfortable be um, annoyed see um just really frustrated and angry all the time and just not happy around that person why would you keep that person in your life if there's a toxic friend that makes things difficult for you so they were not trying to bully her out of the group they were trying to naturally and politely distance themselves from a toxic friend that they felt uncomfortable with and i totally totally agree with that if you guys have a friend in your life that is toxic and makes you uncomfortable or makes you really tired like if you hang out with someone and they make you physically drained and mentally exhausted by the end of it you should not be friends with them your friends should not be making you uncomfortable and tired of taking care of them and listening to them and you should be enjoying yourself with your friends you shouldn't be feeling that way so i definitely Definitely 100% understand why you guys could have felt that way towards A. Yeah, sure. if she's trying to, like, betray you, like, why would you try to defend her? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, she was she was already not liking you for something, and she wouldn't tell me, and she wouldn't be transparent to me. Yeah. And at that point, I'm just like, well, why would I keep trying to be yeah. friends with her if she's not being a good friend? And it's worse, because you guys were close before. Like, you were really nice to her, and you guys were actually friends. Yeah. Until she found that other group of friends with, like, B and stuff, where then she was like, oh, I'm gonna actually ditch Sunny, by the way. Bye. And, mm -hmm. like, that's what's worse. Yeah, I think she shouldn't have done that, honestly. Yeah. And I remember, A was like, you guys are being a really bad friend. And then she wrote a letter to the counselor. <gasps> what? And, like, at that counselor, in front of her office, like her room, she had like this mailbox wherever we could like just slip in like little letters and like some problems that we had. Because it was in elementary school. So she wrote a letter to the counselor. I don't know exactly what she wrote, but it was something about us leaving her out, right? And we all saw her give it to the counselor. We were just like, wow, like, we can't believe that happened. So one of us wrote a letter, let's say C. C wrote a letter to the counselor as well. So it was like this huge like, like conflict between, oh between us. I feel like A couldn't accept the fact that you guys felt uncomfortable with her she didn't know how to accept it so she kept throwing tantrums and throwing fits and i think that's what happened is that she didn't know what to do other than cry about it and yeah i think about it. i think what we could have done better was be honest to her and be like hey you are nagging us every single day like can you be chill can you just chillax just take a step back like we're not trying to leave you out we're not trying to like look for every single opportunity to leave you out and also, if you feel like someone's trying to leave you out, there's a reason. Please reflect on, you know, what you're doing to us and please think about how we feel. Like, I think we could have just told her that and maybe she could have fixed it for the better. At that point, we were just kind of like... You guys were done. We were, we were, yeah, we were just done with her. Again, we weren't trying to be mean about it. She made everything, yeah. like, more dramatic than it was. I know you, Sunny, right? Like, we're sisters. I've known her for so long. She is not the type of person to purposely leave someone out to be mean. Mm -hmm. Sunny is not the type of person. Sunny literally includes 
everyone and anyone like I've never seen her not include someone before like that's just the person Sunny is so unless there is a really valid reason Sunny doesn't do that so they were not trying to bully her they were not trying to leave her out they were trying to like distance themselves a little bit and give themselves some rooms to breathe because A was all up in their personal space and like always running around and like screaming and whining and sometimes I look back at what we did and I do feel bad for her because I know what it's like to not have friends but she shouldn't have tried to like let go of me and that could have actually gotten her like at least one friend but I guess that didn't happen so so yeah um and after that fifth grade year she moved again to another place and honestly we didn't have to deal with her ever again and that fifth grade group of friends that I had they all dispersed and we don't really hang out with each other anymore now um it's just like a forgotten thing we just have to move on we all learned something from it and in the end it just turned out okay like we all got like our own group of friends and that's just my um little memory that I had with <laughs> my quote-unquote toxic friend. Cloudy, would you like to share your story? Yes, I'm gonna be talking about two friends. I'm gonna give them code names. I'm gonna name one of them Milk, and I'm gonna name the other one Tree. So basically, I was already friends with Tree from second grade, and we have always been close because we were in the same class in second grade, and I made friends with her that year. Our houses were right across from each other. So I didn't have to move that much to go to her house. Yeah. So after school, I would literally go over to her house every day because it would just take me like three steps to get to her house because it was right across mine. So we would hang out all the time. And then one day, I think in like third grade, we had a snow day. So we didn't go to school that day. And so um, Tree knocked on my door and she was like, hey, do you want to sled outside? Because it snowed and we can sled it out in the driveway. So we're like, sure. So I went outside to go sledding with her. And that day, she had a different friend with her. And I was like, ooh, who's this? And her name, I named Milk. So Milk, when I first saw Milk, I remember thinking, oh my gosh, she's the prettiest girl I've ever seen. She has the most perfect outfit that matches perfectly. Like, she just looked so perfect to me. I don't know why. Yeah, I do have to say, like, from an outsider point of view, like, she did have, like, very matching outfits. Like, yeah. I would say, like, she matched her earrings with her shirt and, like, her shirt her went with her pants. And she always had, like, a bow that, like, went with, like, that just, like, clipped everything together. She was blessed with good genetics, so. And I remember I wanted to be Milk's friend so badly and so I remember I was like oh my gosh tree I love milk so much like she's so nice and the three of us had a really really fun time together during that time and so right after that I think milk also really liked me from this whole sledding play date so milk started reaching out to me a lot as well whenever I wasn't hanging out with tree milk would come and ask if I wanted to play with her because Milk also lived really close to me. So if Tree was across from me, Milk lived a few blocks away from Tree. So we all lived super close to each other. So we would always hang out together because we didn't really have to drive or anything. We could just walk to each other's houses. So whenever Tree wasn't hanging out with me, Milk would always, always come and ring the doorbell and we would just like hang out with each other. And I didn't know anything back then because I was only in third grade, so I couldn't tell 
that from the start, Milk was trying to abandon Tree. Now that I look back at it, I see the red flags. But when I was younger, I couldn't see those. I just didn't know. Because Milk would purposely try to leave Tree out. But I didn't notice that back then because I was so immersed into Milk's life. Like, I just wanted to be perfect for Milk. I wanted to look good in front of Milk. I never wanted to make Milk mad. I was literally like Milk's servant. I don't know why. I was just so obsessed with her. Like, she just had this really dominant aura that came out of her that made everyone want to be friends with her. And everyone, like, liked her and everyone wanted to, like, be her servant. I don't know what it was about her. Like, maybe it was because she was really pretty. Like, I don't know what it was. But literally everyone that I knew back then wanted to be friends with her. And they would all, like, be her little servant. And I was one of them. I'm not proud to admit it. And I was, like, her number one servant. Because, like, she had multiple friends that she, like, kind of manipulated. But, like, I was, like, her number one servant. Because I was the, quote-unquote, closest with her back then. So, basically, Milk had this big plan to abandon Tree. I don't know why to this day. And back then, I didn't catch the red flags. I was just doing whatever Milk was doing. Like, I was literally a blind follower that was just blindly following whatever Milk did because she was just so perfect. So whenever she was being mean to Tree, I would be mean to Tree because I thought, oh my god, I have to look so good in front of Milk. I have to do everything that she wants me to do. So if Milk told me, hey, don't hang out with Tree because Tree's kind of like a weirdo. I'd be like, oh, okay. And I, would ha- I wouldn't hang out with Tree. Or if Tree would ask Milk to hang out with her one day. And so Milk would be like, okay. And then Milk would come to me after that. And she'd be like, hey, Tree just asked me to hang out with her. Okay, so you have to lie to Tree and tell her that I can hang out with her. So I'd be like, okay. And I would go up to Tree and be like, hey, so Milk said that she can't hang out with you because... She actually wants to hang out with me. Is that your fifth grade voice? Yeah, and I would, like, be her servant. I would look like the bad guy. And Milk would paint me as the fault for everything. So Tree started to hate me, not Milk. And it's so sad because to this day, Tree does not realize that Milk was the one the one doing everything. Tree still believes that I was the one that broke their friendship. That, yeah, that broke their friendship, but it was literally all milk, and it frustrates me to this day because Tree still is friends with milk. Like, Tree still doesn't know that milk is the one that tried to ditch her before. And just something about milk makes you so, like, obsessed with her that Tree was obsessed with milk, and I was obsessed with milk. We were both kind of like competing to look good in front of milk, and milk liked me. I don't know why. Milk liked me so much better for some reason, so she always tried to leave Tree out purposefully. And I was young back then, I was in third grade, I didn't know what she was trying to do, so I was just following along. So if Milk left out Tree, I would leave Tree out too. And I know that's really bad, and I look back at it, and I feel so terrible, and like I feel like a really, really bad person that has sinned for life, and I hate myself for it now that I look back. But back then, like I was just blindly following this friend who was manipulating me into leaving someone out and I thought it was the right thing to do because it's what Milk did. I think you weren't the only one though. Like she had a couple of followers. Yeah, she had like a group of Yeah, there were literally a group of girls that would like I don't know what is it about Milk that makes people love her. 
she makes every relationship intimate. Like, I feel yeah. like she digs down deep into each friendship that she has. She is like a vampire. So, like, she looks for, like, a fresh new maiden to suck the blood out of. And when she gets tired of that person's blood, she leaves that person and goes to another first person. So, like, when she makes a friend, she makes a friend. Like, she gets into your life like she does everything like she becomes this perfect angel in front of you so that you become obsessed with her like she becomes it's like, an, like, like you get you become an entranced yeah into her own like yeah she's like sorcery she's like this weird like witch that like puts a trance on you and she like acts so nice to you and you only and when she gets tired of you she leaves you <laughs> and that's so haunting because i used to be her favorite before like, she would treat me perfectly, and she would do all this for me. And then after everything she's done, she just leaves you. What really frustrated me was that when she leaves people, they don't go like, oh, um... This person's she, toxic. Yeah, this person is not the kind of friend that I should be friends with. They are, they're literally like, oh my god, milk, come back, what did I do wrong? Yeah, I'll do everything to be your friend again. That is literally, like, the mindset of everyone that she left. Milk would suck the life like the blood out of one friend to the point where that friend was just like only looking at milk and then whenever she got tired of that blood she would leave them and that person has nothing left the only thing they know is milk so whenever milk leaves them they're like i don't know what to do and they start like like literally chasing her yeah they literally they chase her they literally chase her and they beg her to be their friend and i think she enjoyed that i think milk enjoyed feeling like, she was in control of everyone and that everyone wanted her. Like, I think she liked that feeling of being desired by everyone. As her friend who has been her number one pet, I know how it feels to be treated by her, where it feels so good. Like, it feels like you're on the top of the mountain and she makes you feel so good. Like, she's such a good friend to you when you're her number one pet. But then after she wants to leave you, like, it's like a really empty feeling. I think friendships happen when both sides work together to form a better friendship. But I think her friendship was always one-sided. It was always the one that she would entrance, quote-unquote entrance, that would always give to her. And she would always yeah, get Yeah, she would it. always get. Yeah, she never, it was never like give and take. And she was always like take, take, take. And, and then she just got tired of taking things from them. And she just left them. And, and so I don't think that's real friendship, you know? It's not. She's a manipulator. That's why when she leaves, you feel like you lost everything because you, you gave, gave your everything. all to that person and that person leaves you. Okay, and so going back to the whole tree thing, Milk would always try to use me as the bad guy because Milk was the one whispering these bad things into my ear, but she wasn't the one actually telling Tree. It was me. It was always me that would be telling Tree all the bad news. So Tree always saw me as the bad guy. And... She never thought it would be milk. Like, she never even doubted milk. Because she just loved milk so much. Like, milk would be like, oh my god, tell Tree that I want her to, like, move and, like, I hate her. That's not what happened, but for an example, let's say that milk said that. I would be like, yes, ma'am. Yes, queen. And I would go up to Tree and be like, yeah, I really hope that you move and, like, I hate you. I thought I was being such a good person to milk for doing things that she asked me to do. The problem there was that I was being manipulated, number one, and Tree was being manipulated, and everyone was just being hurt. And by the end, Tree ended up hating me, 
And Tree never, to this day, realized that it was Milk saying those bad things. And even if I do tell Tree, she wouldn't believe me. Like, Tree was so blind to Milk. Like, I realized it after. Like, after all this thing happened, after Milk treated me like her number one pet, and then she got tired of me too. So Milk left me, and I felt so down in the dumps. I've never felt that low in my life as a third grader back then. You just feel really empty. So at first, for like the first like month of her leaving me, like I would chase- Wait, how did she leave you again? I don't remember. Did she leave you for a tree? I don't remember exactly what happened, but she. I think she left me for this other girl, and then she went back to tree. So I was like- whoa, you literally told me that you hated Tree and that you never wanted to be friends with Tree ever again. What did What is happening? So I was just so heartbroken. So for like the first month, I like chased after her. I would beg her. I would ask her what I did wrong. There was no reason for Milk to leave me. Obviously, there was a problem here because I was so blindly obsessed with Milk that I hurt many people. I do admit that I hurt Tree. And I shouldn't have done what Milk told me to do. I should have realized the red flags. I should have stopped and I should have been like, hey, Milk, well, that's kind of mean. Like, why don't you say it yourself? Why are you telling me to do everything for you? But I was too scared to lose Milk and I wanted to look so perfect in front of her that I would just do all of these bad things that she told me to do. Like, I was like her little puppet that she was controlling. And I was too scared to say no to Milk. I should not have been so caught up with Milk. I should have realized sooner how bad of a person she was making me, how she was manipulating me into becoming a really bad friend. And I really want to apologize to Tree and for other people that I might have hurt during my friendship with Milk. I actually remember when after Milk left me, after a month of chasing her, I was like, why am I chasing her? And I actually opened my eyes. Unlike Tree, Tree's trance lasted forever. She never woke up from it. But I did, after a month of chasing Milk, and after her not even looking at me and not even giving me a glance, I was like, wait a minute, hold up, hold up. Why am I even chasing Milk right now? After all that she's made me do, after all the manipulating she's done to me, after using me like a puppet, why am I chasing her? And I kind of woke up from my trance by the end of third grade, and I was like, oh my god, I was such a bad person, and I realized that. So I remember during recess, I gathered up all these girls, and there's like this stage area outside by the playground for our um, elementary school. So I stood up on that stage and I don't remember how many girls there were. There were a lot of girls like Tree wasn't included because Tree was with busy milk. running away with milk. There were a lot of girls and I gathered all of them by the stage during recess. And I said, guys, I'm so sorry that if during my time I was friends with milk, if I hurt you, I want to apologize to every single one of you. I was such a bad person and I should have realized that I was, I remember exactly what I said. I said I was in a cage built by milk and I just finally got out of the cage. So I'm sorry if I was mean to you during that time. I remember that day like, like and I thought I was going to cry because I was such a bad person and I didn't realize how terrible I was being until I took a step back from milk and I was like, whoa, what did I turn into? I'm proud of myself for realizing that now and for apologizing to those girls during recess. Um, obviously, that doesn't undo all the actions I've done, but I'm at least proud of myself for acknowledging my my yes. actions. And, and I remember they clapped for me and they all loved me after that and they all became my friend. And so I'm sure I've hurt people along the way, but after that, my reputation kind of went up and people 
started really liking me and people stopped caring about milk. People, except for Tree. <laughs> Tree was still in a trance. All those girls who have been hurt by her forgot about her and they all became my friend. They all left milk and they realized, oh my gosh, she's not a good person. They all came to me and I can't be more thankful that they also realized and that we all became friends through our difficult times. And didn't she also like try to get you back? <gasps> that can be a story for another episode because it's a really long dramatic story that I can't get into today. Yeah, or, that's another long yeah, story. Yeah, that's another long story with milk. So if you guys want more with milk, let us know. There's a lot of really bad things that happened with her. So yeah, but for now it's a happy ending. Please keep in mind that Sunny and I both grew so much from these experiences. So we are not the same people that we used to be today. Literally, I am a 10th grader now. That was literally seven years ago. So that is not who I am today. I have changed completely. I will never, ever be that person ever again. And Sunny knows that, you know, she... I know what it takes to be a good friend. Yeah. I mean... Like, that one experience wasn't enough to become who I am now, but, like, that was still, one that still the, played a really big role. Yeah. And, um, honestly, these elementary school friendships don't even matter. Normally, these friendships don't last that long. Mm -hmm. Please make sure, don't think that a toxic friendship will only give you scars. Although it will hurt you, you will change for the better, and you will heal from it, and you will become such a better person. Like... After I went through all this drama, and obviously I met more toxic friends throughout like middle school and stuff, but after all of this like happened to me, I don't have any drama with my friends anymore. Like I don't remember the last time I had a fight with my friends. Like I never get into any drama anymore. So please keep in mind that you can grow from toxic friendships and become a really good person by the end of the tunnel. And a strong person. Too. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. If you guys want us to talk about it in our future episodes, please let us know. And we'll definitely think about making another one for friends. Mm -hmm. And if you guys, like we said in the previous episode, if you guys have any topics that you want us to cover, please let us know. Um, email us from our Instagram. Just contact us any way possible so that you guys can communicate with us and maybe get featured in our podcast. Yeah, that was just our story. So we're... We're really pumped to listen to other people's stories as well. Mm -hmm. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram. It's just Safety House um, with the T spelled with the T E A. Feel free to email us at safetyhousepdcast.gmail.com if you guys want to like mail us your stories or anything. But yeah, I think that's it for today. We really hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure you guys come back next time for a new episode. See you guys later. later.